well, but, uh, but, oh my god, other than that, you know, huh. I don't really think, it's not like I have, like, a ton to even do today anyways. You were uh, yeah. saying y'all have a foam mattress? Yeah, it's, like, usually good, but I feel like, I was, like, laying on my back last night, it's, like, really hurting, and I just, like, wonder if, I wonder if people were kind of on to something with the old fucking retarded system of just having big springs. <laughs> yeah. You know, because I'm like, I'm just kind of sinking into this foam and I'm just like, I feel like I could use like a little like resistance. Yeah, that's what I was asking about. I was going to see like what your thoughts are on it, because I feel like I've had the same experience. Like I grew up on Mm -hmm. a spring bed, like it's just a shitty spring bread. And then when I got older and moved into my own place, I got in like a memory foam mattress and I've had the same one for a while, but I just don't know that it. I, they're comfortable, but then like, yeah, like you're saying, if you're laying on your back, you feel like maybe you're not getting enough support, like in the arches and like where you're supposed to be getting support. You kind of feel like yeah. you're sinking. Well, yeah, I mean, these foam mattresses are like cheaper. Mm-hmm. And I like wonder if that's kind of why. Yeah. Um, is it's, yeah, there's just not, yeah, there's just not support. So I don't know. Like when I first got, like my wife turned me onto it and we got it and I was like, oh my gosh, like this is the bee's knees what Mm -hmm. what a nifty little thing this is and it's cheaper um and now i'm starting to be like well maybe maybe it's kind (laughs) of a you get what you pay for type deal going on here yeah dude have you seen the fucking um my strange addictions episode where the lady eats memory foam mattress (laughs) yeah dude Dude, that's so crazy and it just popped into my head i just think thinking of handfuls of it you just going straight into the mouth dude so we have like a like a foam mat type of deal it's thicker than a mat but it's thinner than a mattress and we use it for like camping all right mm-hmm. we'll like throw it in the back of my truck and just you know off off to the races right yeah and uh my dog i literally caught him one time just like taking bites out of it <laughs> and it's just like dude wallace what are you doing bro and he so looks now like I he ha- eats fucking foam bro dude he looks like he eats fucking asbestos yeah and, and uh and so now when I put it away, I need to like roll it up. I keep like a comforter on, or like a, a fitted sheet over it. Mm-hmm. So I have to like roll it up with the fitted sheet exposed so that he doesn't have like freaking, you know, exposure to chomp. It's absurd. <laughs> That's actually a pretty good like camping hack is having like a, a mattress topper that you can yep. either put in like a truck bed or into the base of your tent. Yep. Yeah, I personally am a big fan of just like sleeping in my truck. Um, yeah, I, I I think that works pretty well. But oh yeah, dude, it's pretty nice and sound. If you have a big enough space back there, um, we had the same. I had the same car as you when I was growing up, so I, I I'm familiar with your your trunk space, and it's pretty pretty spacious, dude. It's a good good spot yeah, for to anybody lay down. listening. That's not a gay innuendo. <laughs> yeah, I'm real familiar with Slav's trunk space. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit dude did you see uh did you see trump just absolutely like what just wiped the board in Iowa? yeah he lambasted him dude isn't it like record-breaking yeah absolutely and the media is <laughs> trying to play it down they're like dude this could spell trouble for trump <laughs> <laughs> are like, they actually yeah i saw an article and it was like why trump's uh like well, i don't know it was saying why something it's actually about, like, bad for him to win 
Yeah, basically, like his like record breaking margins, like that could be bad somehow. <laughs> I think I think it's because like Nikki Haley like did a little better. So they're trying to push Nikki Haley so hard, of um, course, dude, of course. and she's trying to like make herself yes. a legitimate option. Like she's trying to sneak in like Biden did in twenty uh twenty twenty or twenty yeah twenty twenty I guess. Fuck, dude. Oh, like- they're kind of try. They're trying to run her as as Biden, where they just kind of slip her in right yeah they just, like, ro- they just roofie the american people yeah and then and then like at the last hour like she's just this kind of central point to just consolidate all this like uh support into yeah you're like they're like oh she's been pulling well this whole time don't you remember and you're like whoa whoa, whoa no that's not right. happening right <laughs> like kamala oh, harris man. oh my god well dude the funny thing is is i think about it it's like i mean I remember in like 2020 being like Joe Biden's a fucking joke. He's not going to win. Yep. Like, and, and at that point I was still on like the Bernie cope train a little bit, mm-hmm. but still just like, just being like, what the fuck? Like the guy can barely talk. Like I'm, wa- <laughs> I'm watching these debates. Like <laughs> this guy can barely fucking talk. So like, sorry, not going to happen. And then, but to be fair, he actually was polling well the whole time. Um, yeah i mean he was pulling like well he wasn't super strong like he i don't think he was like a clear front runner because it was between him and bernie pretty significantly at that time um, yeah he was like kind of not a very strong option because you also had like i don't know who the other democrats were but they all consolidated around biden so like that's like he started pulling better towards the end obviously um but that's like what's happening with with trump like um vivek ramaswamy he dropped out recently like either right before iowa or maybe after but he uh dropped out and endorsed trump did he really yeah which is not surprising because like he's in on the trump thing and like trump speaks kindly of vivek uh at his rallies and stuff like that so it makes sense that he would do we still think do we still think that he's kind of um um become his running mate well i'm seeing a lot of articles now talking about nikki haley as his running mate and i don't understand like this could just there's be no complete cope. No yeah, yeah there's i was saying there's no way he would do that i mean i wouldn't think um that would be insane to me but like i guess she is kind of like similar to a pence type in a way where it's like she's just this fucking establishment slug like neocon where you're like that would help balance out I don't know, whatever. But oh, I don't okay. think that yeah, he's he going to go for that. The Iowa caucus. He, I mean, he probably did shit in the Iowa caucus. Oh, dude, Iowa's not voting for Vivek Ramaswamy. <laughs> Vivek Ramaswamy. <laughs> <laughs> He'd do better out in your area for sure. Oh, dude, for sure. We're we're inundated with them. All right, let's hold on. I want to just look at the at the results real fast. This is just. Um, this is fucking just New York Times, so take it with a grain of salt. Holy <laughs> shit, dude. Holy shit, man. Do you want to play the numbers game a little bit? Dude, I think, if I remember correctly, I saw some polling out of there, and it was like, or some early results or something, and he was in the 50s, and then everyone else was in 21 or below. <laughs> yeah, man. He, he That's crazy. Than, he got like He got like substantially more than twice what ron DeSantis got yeah he didn't even he's win by plurality he won by majority which is no, nuts. yeah no he literally won by majority 
<laughs> and so you got Donald J. Trump uh, with his golden boy smile profile picture here. Uh, 51%. Yeah, Ronald there we DeSantis, go. 50, uh, sorry, not definitely not 51. Uh, 21.2. Mm-hmm. Nikki Haley, 19.1. Vivek Ramaswamy, uh, 7.7. <laughs> Ryan Binkley. That's just a bad last name. Yeah. Uh, it's like baby wants his Binkley. Dude, who uh, the hell is that? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know who I've the never next heard people are. He got zero zero point seven. Asa Hutchings Hutchinson got zero point two, and Chris Christie got less than point one percent of the What is he doing in the race, bro? I think he was just down there for some like hot dogs. Probably some free campaign like food. Yeah, I mean, isn't the joke that like everyone hates Chris Christie? Isn't that the entire joke? Yeah, he's reprehensible, dude, from any angle. Yeah, he's just like an evil little fat. Well, he's not a little. Um, yeah. I was about to say evil little fat man, but I can't even call him a little fat man. He's a big fat man. Yeah, dude, I just think about him and like I think of him as like the penguin of Atlantic City. <laughs> I don't even know why. That's just like what's that's his association in my brain. Yeah, now I'm just picturing like the Batman, I like in just a lib way. I'm just picturing like <laughs> what the Batman universe and politics would be. Kind of like, kind of oh, remember God. like that that like lib uh, Avengers thing. Oh fuck me to death, dude! I had a fucking video of that on my phone. I was going through to clear up some space because I realized I had just endless like screenshots and stuff from when we were doing the Fed post. I just had that still in my drive, like from making memes or whatever. So I was cleaning all that up and I found where I had taken a recording of the Avengers video with like Joe Biden is like Iron Man or whatever. I don't remember who's who. Maybe he's Captain America, but like all of the libs are like there and they're like, it's so crazy, dude. It, it, I deleted it recently, like right after I watched it, because I was like, I don't, I don't even need this. Reminder. And you like felt healthier the second it was <laughs> off your phone. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I have not yet been able to do that with the AOC deep fakes I have on my phone, though. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh Lord, no. we've all been real worried about you, man. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, dude, you've been uh, really getting into this AOC like deep fake realm. I don't know if that's healthy or if I'm comfortable with it. <laughs> oh my god, man! There was a lot of that going on for. Well, that's something that's cooled down. Is AOC like she uh, really lost like the yeah, mandate it, of heaven? Dude, AOC's over. I don't know if yeah. you heard. AOC's straight up just over. Um, a over C. A over C. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, exactly yeah exactly um yeah i don't even know i don't even know what to say like i was thinking about her the other day because i was looking at some of those deep fake videos for reasons um, <laughs> and, it's for um, research yeah just research doing a little for a friend you know <laughs> episode prep and um yeah man remember it was like it was like all aoc for a little while Mm -hmm. i remember the like makeup tutorial she was doing makeup tutorials dude yeah Um, she was drinking wine on instagram live sitting in her floor just for hours and ikea furniture together yeah what's up with women and just sitting on the floor they love sitting on the floor that's actually a very feminine trait it is i don't know what's going on with it you know what i'm saying I feel like maybe it's like they think yoga is about to happen at any moment. Maybe like Pilates might break out. Dude, I'll tell you right now. Last couple of days, I've done yoga. 
Mm. And uh, I kind of like it. All right. Yeah, I like I, yoga, dude. Yeah, I kind of like it. I've been feeling a little tight. Okay. And uh, and I'll be honest with you, uh, I've gone through phases, um, but but lately I've kind of just I'm I'm more or less settled on like. I think the the gym is a fucking big feeding trough and I fucking hate going to the gym to lift weights. Um, I mm-hmm. fucking hate it. Um, uh, it's a fucking, it's a fucking mess. It sucks. Um, if I had like a private gym at home, mm-hmm. um, then I would, I would be lifting, but I fucking hate the gym. I fucking hate going to it. I hate being around these fucking, these fucking dysgenic people. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I say dysgenic. It's like a bunch of people in better shape than me. So what the fuck am I talking about? But it's these horrible people, um, which there's all this pro gym cope online, and I get it. People like yeah. want to. People want to have a positive attitude because it's a good thing that people should be doing. And, and I respect and it's th- that. It's a third place for a lot of people. And it's a third place. It's a horrible third place. It's yeah. a fucking oh. horrible third place. But but yeah, I mean, I have just found like. The whole thing about like people at the gym are actually really nice is like not quite what people want it to be, but obviously yeah. that 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 that's going to depend on on the area. But anyways, point is, I want to like have some workouts, right? And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean yoga is just body weight exercises, like if you're really bringing it, you know, bringing it down to that. But, but it uh, like incorporates your full body in a natural range of motions, and I think no, that that's a big part of it. Exactly, man. And so I just feel like I'm, I'm like, I'm at home, I'm working from home, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm just not quite, um, like, fully in my body, if that makes mm-hmm. sense, you know? Yeah. So it is kind of nice just to be like, all right, like, let's just kind of, let's just kind of, you know, get a little bit of sense of place in here, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, yeah. I'm digging it, dude. I, I, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. When they get to the end of the fucking yoga and they're like, namaste, I like, you know, do the Our Father because I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, this is my thing. I'm going to do my thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Sorry. Sorry, lady. I think uh, that's a healthy way to do that, though. Like, I think that's what, like, cultural cha- exchange is about. And I think that, like, someone who would be, like, uh, like a really, like, on the yogi shit would be mm-hmm. like, yeah, you should actually do that. Because there's a lot of people who teach like yogi, um, like mantra meditation and stuff like that. But they say that like, if you are in the ca- like a Catholic tradition or Christian tradition <laughs> or culture, that you mm-hmm. should use like the rosary, you should do our father, you should like look at a picture of Jesus if you want to, but you can still incorporate like the techniques from Eastern tradition, because like the techniques themselves, um, they can be done in kind of pretty much like be a um, what's it called um not assembled but what's it fuck assimilated into uh your like your more christian traditional practice well this is and this is the whole thing man it's like people get all fucking crazy about yoga like anti-yoga right and then people being like fucking this is my fucking religion which i Mm -hmm. get i'm not gonna act like i know better it's a fucking deep lindy thing yeah for like the east and shit right so i'm not gonna act like i know better but i have like a certain 
frustration with just like uh with like young westerners that seem to not really have any like sense of like duty to continue on their culture mm-hmm. I, mean, I guess that's fucking a lot of people in the east mm-hmm. i imagine too i mean look at china but anyways and india dude i, I mean look at both every any of them right? yeah 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 and um but like fuck what was i even gonna say the only uh, place oh, no, where no, you no. have well, people just get all fucking crazy about yoga, and it's just like it's fucking, it's like calisthenics, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No, no, again, again, again. It's like what the fuck do I? Slav does Slav does yoga two times, and is now just like I think I know a little bit. So everything everybody should just calm down a little bit about what they think this is. Um, but I don't know. I'm just thinking about it because it's like I, well, I know people that are like that are like you know Christian that are like fucking yoga is fucking evil and it's like all right i mean that's retarded yeah i mean i like it's like i can kind of understand where it's like okay like i i don't like fucking subcultures that are like culty and like and like turn themselves at a certain point into something that's like competing with christianity like for sure Mm -hmm. but like again it's just like bruh like it's stretching you know you know Mm -hmm. what i mean so i don't know i think there's a lot to what you just brought up like there's a couple key things there and one of the main things is like what you were saying about people in the west who like are essentially like culturally rootless and or they're kind of like disavowing their cultural traditions and then they pick up these ready-made cultural traditions from people on the other side of the world outside of their cultural context and they're like oh this is everything this is my thing and i get that too because like as someone who's been like someone of like on a seeker path or whatever if you will um who's just like i'm kind of into like empiricism and firsthand experience whatever i kind of went through like a shedding of like my traditional upbringing and like my culture i was in and then like kind of went through this process of like just checking out other systems like checking out buddhism checking out yoga whatever um and then i'm realizing like oh all of this speaks to a similar truth and like there are multiple paths to god i think personally and i think that you go with the one that's culturally relevant to you because you have cultural resonance with that tradition because you're born into it and so it's like i think that for me it was like returning home into the christian tradition and seeing it as being just as fruitful and just as meaningful um and in touch with like spirituality as these other traditions are but i think that a lot of people in the west like they have an anti-christian sentiment um and they grow up in this way and they either want to break out of it or they grow up outside the church in the first place and there's kind of like this attitude that like christianity is just like either super strict like catholics and there's bad stuff going on in there or it's super like by the book southern baptist and they're doing like snake talking and like there's just this idea that it's not containing real honest like core truths and spirituality but i think that that's just because like we've been given this like uh commodified version of christianity a lot and that's kind of the way that they've kind of show it to us in the culture and people think of it. And I think that's not really dealing with the meat of what the actual religious tradition is about. And there's plenty of beautiful contemplative and spiritual, spiritually rich stuff within the Christian tradition. And I think that like you can use 
information from other spiritual practices around the world to help you strengthen your own commitment and your own practice yourself within your own spiritual and cultural context. So like, you don't have to be like, oh, Christianity is dumb. I'm going to go do yoga now. And yoga is everything because you didn't grow up within yoga cultural traditions. And so it's not going to resonate with you as strongly as like just doing something that's more in line with like what your people and your family and your lineage has been doing for years. Yeah. Like I was thinking about this last night. We know, we know we got a couple of friends that are kind of going through it right now a little bit with something. And, um, and I'm talking to my wife and I'm like, all right, like this is a situation, you know, where they're like, they're like new parents and they're having a hard time with it. I'm just like wondering how much I want to, it's like, I'm wondering how much easier it will be if I, if I just talk about it a little bit more directly versus the likelihood that one of them actually listens to it. And I think mm-hmm. that that's so narrow that I'm just going to talk about it a little more directly. Um, and they're just having a little bit of a hard time, right? And they're doing, they're like, they're kind of approaching it a little bit in a way that's not quite how we would do it, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I'm thinking about it and I'm just like, all right, well, like, you know, this kind of situation is going to like really kind of kick their ass a little bit and then, and then probably like create an opening, you know, to, for them to kind of, I don't know, gain some common sense. Uh, not, not, not to be too, you know, harsh but and uh and i think about it and i was thinking about it like you know in a religious sense right and just be like Mm -hmm. all right right like these are people that aren't that are generally pretty dismissive of of christianity and everything and and it's just like i i have to like have the kind of uh the faith and the idea that it's like all right like you know god wants you to be fruitful and multiply you know Mm -hmm. and like you're if you're like living in a godly way like like he 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 loves you and he's gonna basically like kind of guide you as you're going right Mm -hmm. and and things are gonna i mean obviously you know help those that help themselves but you're walking in in the right path right um and so so obviously like things will work out for them but like at the same time like maybe they're not really open to that and they don't have like a really strong connection with god Mm -hmm. right um, cause they've generally been dismissive of it. And so I was like thinking about it and it's like, all right, well, I think, I think kind of the, the compromise kind of basically just comes down to like, I feel like, cause it's like God loves you and God wants the best for you. And I think that with people you love, you kind of have a sense of like where to meet them and what to expect of them. Yeah. And like when, if my mom does something kind of crazy or like inconsiderate, I'm just like, okay right like i love you of course you did this right Mm -hmm. um and i think it would be the same thing with god for for a lot of people is is he'll just be like you know what like you don't need to be like going to fucking mass constantly and like and like believing the word to to the to the t of it right like right now the best you can do is to like have some weird watered down different cultural take on it mm-hmm. um and that's going to be enough and then maybe in the future like i'm really a big believer in like you continue to deepen it right yeah of course and um because i do feel like there's times i mean honestly like right now a little bit where like if i stop that process of deepening it uh, i feel like it atrophies a little bit mm-hmm. 
and mm-hmm. I think that I think the idea is basically just like, all right, like right now you're like this is this is this is enough, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you have that connection with God, um, and then in the in the future, you know, you'll he'll you know kind of expect you to 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 level it up a little bit more. I think I think like Orthodox Christians think about sin as like a and my wife was talking to me about this. It's, it's like a blockage and a connection to God. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. I, and I kind of like that way of looking at it. And, uh, and I think, uh, I think it is kind of one of these things. That's kind of how I think about what you're talking about of like, Oh man, like, you know, there's, there's, there's truth present in a lot of this stuff. And like, there's many ways to get to God. And I think it's like, it's like th- I think that like I think there's a way of looking at that that like balances like like the word and the one true path towards mm-hmm. God, which is like Christianity and that stuff. And I think it yeah. is just like I think it is just like I think God loves people enough to mm-hmm. basically meet them where they're at and be like, this is as much as you can do right now. Yeah. And that's like fine. Whereas like God's probably coming to me and he's like, all right, like you're like doing all your laundry together and you're like. <laughs> You know what I mean? Just like, just like the random shit. And he's like, all yeah, right, yeah. I'm not going to expect that of you. You know, like, yeah, it's yeah. okay. Um, that's kind of yeah. my, that's kind of my take on it. And I think everyone's on their own kind of spiritual journeys, of course. Um, and I think that there's not any particularly like, there's not a roadmap that is, you know, explicit. That's going to be the exact same for every individual. And so I think that like, what you have to do is like, ideally you just kind of walk in faith. And if you have a hard time doing that at times, I think that's also okay because like God or Jesus or, you know, whatever you, however you want to view this is it's going to be there. You know, it's, I'm not saying like you should like, Oh, well, I'm just going to kick this to the curb for two weeks and I'll be back, you know, but it's like, <laughs> he'll like, he walks with you. And if there is a bunch of static in the system, that's going to take a long time to clear out. He's going to be there helping you clear that out. And he's going to be like sending messages through to try to help, you deal with that and try to like show you a better way and you know strengthen you etc and also like if you do fall from the path or whatever he's right there every time you if you look to him he'll be there even if you're not he's there so it's like the way i think about it is you know everyone is on their own individual journeys and like certain things work for individuals right and so like you can't ever really say like you need to do if you say this amount of like, you know, Hail Marys or our fathers or whatever, that's fine, which I know that's maybe different. I don't want to get into crossing over toes or anything, but (laughs) I think there's not like a set playbook. That's like, this is exactly what you should do as an individual for everybody. I think that there's like a, a rough guide, like a map and it shows you what the destination is. And it shows you kind of how you, some strategies you can use to get there but at the end of the day it's on you and your personal connection with the lord and like what gets through to you and you have to choose what works for you and what doesn't and i think that like it's a way more personal thing than than i think we're introduced to it as and i think in america you're talking about like you know maybe it's not maybe uh, uh, some people can only give whatever amount and like if you need like a watered down version of it then that's fine i think that the earnest truth unfortunately is that in most religious traditions christianity or otherwise the majority of the people who are practitioners of that or consider themselves that are operating in a watered down version of it in the first place and so it's like unfortunately that's like 90 percent of the people that you're going to be seeing at mass (laughs) that you're going to be seeing at church 
That's a pretty good point. So it's like, it, and it, you get out of it what you put in. So like, if you get serious about like, I'm going to really want to pursue a personal connection with, with my great higher power, then you can do that. And like, and I think that like you start getting out what you put in and he kind of like help you strengthen that path along the way. But I think that there's so many people that are given this version of watered down religion, Christianity that doesn't actually include a genuine connection with spirituality or with God at, really at all. And it doesn't really show you what that looks like in any meaningful way. And so people think that like, Oh, I'm going through the motions. I'm doing the thing. This is what it means to like have a Christian faith. And it might mean that for you. Um, but ideally I think that you want to move deeper into the journey and that's just like really an entry level kind of way. And like maybe through doing the motions over time, you can build that resonance that'll help you to make that next leap or take a deeper plunge into it. Um, but I think maybe some people just don't, some people just, that's the path that they're going to take. It's just like, they're going to be on kind of like one, just dipping their toes in, you know, kind of thing. And I think that like, maybe that means that they have an opportunity to, to dive deeper in if they want to, and it would be good for them too. But I think that like, not everyone's going to have this extreme personal connection with God, like off the bat. And like, I think maybe some people take the back door to get that where like, maybe you don't get that really in this life because you're not someone who's really easily attuned to that. And like, maybe it comes in the afterlife or whatever it is, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. Well, I mean, and also, I mean, think about like, the classic, the classic, like person goes most of their life uh, out without thinking about this stuff. And then, you know, they're looking down death towards mm-hmm. the end of their life. And then it's like, they have the change. Right. And that's like, yeah. okay. That's like literally okay for people to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, man, I, I, I think, uh, I think that's an interesting point you make. That's totally true about how most people are following it in, in what w- would be considered like a, a flawed way. Um, that's what like pushed me away from it so much which is a flawed method of thinking on my end but i was just like looking around i'm like none of these people that are like in this thing with me are having any like they're not acting like it they're not actually upholding any of this stuff they don't it doesn't seem like they have any genuine connection with anything greater and like you know it's like so it's like what's going on here and then you have to realize like well that's not a flaw or a fault of the tradition itself that's just how people are in their fallen state and like it's just difficult you're not going to have, not everyone within any given religion is going to be the absolute, you know, embodiment of it. Not everyone within, you know, Christianity is going to be St. Francis or whatever, you know, there's going to be some just regular people doing just normal shit, but they're just still a part of the tradition and in a way that's still meaningful for them and still can lead to salvation. Right. Yeah. It's important to look at it that way. It's important to look at it that way. Well, I think we're still called to, like develop a deeper understanding of a relationship with God at every given moment. And once you're made aware of that and you're like view as a conscious goal, I think at that point, like it's a, it's like an active sin to not take every opportunity to do that. Um, but I think that like, there's like kind of a indirect sin where it's just kind of blocking you from that realization for a lot of people in the first place. Yeah, I mean, it's like this kind of this makes me think of um, this makes me think a little bit of like uh, just the whole idea of, well, you know, what about people that just aren't exposed to Christianity in their lives? Um, Mm -hmm. You know, so I definitely I definitely feel that. 
And then with the yoga stuff that you were talking about, I think that like, I think that a lot of spiritual traditions around the world and other cultures, like um, what they kind of formed is a way of understanding the universe around you and like understanding life and what it means to exist and human and stuff like that. Um, And I think that like for a long time before there was like a formal science and formal medical kind of fields and practices, they were kind of tied into the church. And so stuff like yoga and like Tai Chi and all of this kind of stuff, Ayurvedic medicine, et cetera, although it's nested within the religious tradition of the East, I think it's fundamentally kind of like a, just like they're a science. Like it's just like something that it doesn't have to be a religious ritual necessarily that is tied into that tradition. It can be Mm. used as just like the vehicle and you can implant it within your own tradition, I think. So like they're doing a lot of stuff that has to do with the way that energy flows within the body. And like they've developed that science over like thousands and thousands of years. And I think that there's a lot to it and it has proven results. And I don't think that anything about that goes in the face of like any Christian doctrine at all. And I don't think that anything about it is specifically Hindu either. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're talking about yoga specifically. Yeah, like yoga or just like Vedic medicine in general, where they kind of like, it's all kind of based around the same principles. Um, and they come oh, from like a religious... Based, all right. <laughs> it is based. But yeah, it comes from a religious background. But I don't think that that means that it's like uh, conflicting with other religious traditions or that you can't, that you can't take it out of its like... Um, I don't mean take it out. Of I, think, context, I think you but... can. I think you can. I think you can adapt it to not yeah. necessarily, yeah, contradict in a in a way that's too egregious. You know what I mean? And I don't mean like doing like synchronism or synchronism, <clears throat> whatever that's called. You know, just trying to blend everything together. Yeah, right. but I mean like that's not even like that's not like saying oh well. Look, turns out Kali actually just means Jesus. Like I'm not saying that kind of shit. But I'm saying like you can use some of the like physical practices that they do for elevating bodily health. And you can use the same information. You would be foolish not to look to them because they've been just looking at it from another angle for years and years. Right. Well, I'll say, man, like, oh, I'm like I'm doing some of this shit. And, you know, the nice thing is you can just do fucking YouTube videos mm-hmm. that just that just fucking guide you through this shit. And I fucking suck at it, obviously. But um, but man, like this stuff is effective, dude. Like it really. Yeah. uh holding these fucking poses and just it's not it's nothing to nothing to sneeze at speaking of sneezing my dog is <laughs> is doing something over here um and yeah no and so it's just like it's it's incredibly effective and mm-hmm. uh it's almost it's almost kind of a shame that it's just like kind of the meme workout that like women do yeah um because that's why i brought like, it up originally as i was making a joke that it was like yeah women trait. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's it is indeed a female trait, and uh, but it's fucking legit, dude. And mm-hmm. I'm kind of digging it. And hopefully, that's not why my back hurt last night. Um, well, I was gonna say, dude. I was gonna ask if maybe it's just because you were you've been working muscles and stuff in it that you've not been used to using. Well, what's going on? My back has hurt for a little while now. Oh, okay. And so I might have just. I might have just gotten a little too excited yesterday with the yoga or it has nothing to do with it. I'm going to operate on the assumption that it isn't making it worse and just keep doing push it. Push through. Just, 
Yeah, because I think it's probably just a good idea to do. Um, it's mm-hmm. not. It's not like I'm fucking doing deadlifts or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or it's like, okay, like I'm gonna fucking break something. Like, mm-hmm. no, I think I'm probably, I'm probably okay. So, but. yeah, I think that the yoga is good. I've been doing yoga in the morning as well because I've been, I have more free time now since I'm not working, and so I've been like getting up and trying to do a, a stretching or a yoga session for about like 20 minutes in the morning with my like morning tea or whatever. That yeah, rules. it's a good way to just kind of balance yourself. And because when I'm not working, I'm not really using my body physically at, at the same level. And so sure. I'm just like sitting around the house or I'm playing like bass or whatever. And I'm not actually like getting the full range of motion that I typically do. So after a few days of that, I notice like that I start getting tenser um, and the more muscle soreness and stuff. And so, yeah, having a yoga or stretching practice, even just stretch and breath work in itself outside of a yoga context is really good. Dude, for sure. Well, that's like, like, I just, I feel like, especially like working from home, sitting at a desk, like just mm-hmm. stretching in general, man. I like, I get my chest to pop because I Dude, like crunch. Uh, I, I like, get I the like same thing over. in the sternum. Hate, yeah. The sternum. I feel God. like I'm just like rolling my shoulders too much and mm-hmm. like. It's just shit like that, and 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 that's that's one of the things that's kind of getting me about doing this this yoga is is it's like because it's like I'm stretching, I'm like doing body weight exercise, and I'm like uh, just helping with that range of motion, you know, mm-hmm. which is like huge, improving my posture. Mm-hmm. So I'm like I'm like pretty I'm pretty stoked about that. Um, yeah. And it does reacquaint you with your body. Like you were saying, you've been feeling kind of like you're not like even in your body when you're like just working at home and stuff. It helps you like if you're going through it and you're holding poses for extended period of time and you're actually like focusing on the breathing or focusing on the area that you're feeling tension, you're like you're putting consciousness into areas of your body that you're not typically doing and you're actually feeling them. And you're like feeling like, oh, this muscle feels this way when I move this body, like my body in this direction. And like, that's something that I think because yoga, or at least in a slow flow um, kind of way, it gives you the opportunity to kind of like take that rest, but within the body where you're kind of like, yeah, you're reacquainting yourself and rehoming yourself within your body. Yeah. I like that way of putting it. Um, yeah. I've been digging it. And I think when you spend your days kind of like staring at a fucking monitor, it's good mm. to be like. I'm in my body. So that's a good thing. Well, I am my body, but uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not just a floating consciousness. No, exactly. I'm not a fucking brain in a jar. Um, So that's legit. Other than that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I mean, what else do you want to touch on? Well, man, I mean, there was the, there was the Trump thing. And I know we weren't going to talk about the elections (laughs) much. That's kind of the mode that we're on. Um, and there's not really a whole lot else to cover with it. I, I mean, do kind I do kind of love it though. I do kind of love, yeah. like I got, I get swept away in it a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. I was actually like, that was one reason I wanted to talk. Cause I was going to see how, how you are responding to it. Like if, if you're still completely like blase on the whole thing, or if you're kind of like more like reinvigorated now. Um, uh, well, both, I think, uh, like basically, uh, I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not like following it like particularly closely. 
Yeah. Um, because I still think it's basically like fucking who care, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it fires me up a little bit. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I, I'm, 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 I'm pleased by the, uh, by the results. Um, I like, I just, I love seeing the rest of the GOP just fucking lose. Yeah. And, um, and so, yeah. And like DeSantis just absolutely crumbled. Yeah. And, uh, like, what is he even doing in their race anymore? Him or Nikki Haley need to fucking figure it out and drop out and endorse the other one and like try well, to be like, if they're going to try to do that. Even between the two of them, though, they're only like at half the support he had there. Yeah, which is crazy. It is fucking crazy, dude. He's just fucking just beating the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. So I love it. I think it. I think it's fucking hilarious. Um, you know, I. I guess. I guess it, it's kind of like we're talking about though. One of the disappointments here is that it's like it's it's kind of a shame that there just isn't going to be an election on the left wing side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and again, it's like, to be fair, it's like, yeah, okay. That's like, there's like a sitting president right now. Right. And so it's a little less common for, for someone in his own party to run against him. That's, that's normal. Right. That's what happened last time with Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but someone in his own party did run against them and then they kicked him out of the, and they didn't allow him cause they wouldn't put him on any of the primary ballots. Wait, who was that? RFK. Oh, right. Is RFK out now, by the way? Is he independent now? He's running independent now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, and I'm like, right, you're right. And I don't, I don't know. RFK kind of came and went in my mind a little bit. I mean, I like, I, I I was digging his stuff. I mean, we've talked a decent amount about RFK. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was digging his stuff and then I feel like he really kind of, screwed the pooch with the israel stuff and big time yeah and 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 honestly then once that happens right it just starts it becomes more and more like obvious all these other little things about him and it's like okay like 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 didn't he didn't he didn't he hang out with epstein a pretty solid amount like he's he's a he's a diehard uh you know follower of the of uh israel lobby and it, yeah. i don't know i'm just like i'm i'm done now you know he had been on the he'd been on the epstein plane um from a flight to like his family property or something like that when he was younger with his family okay um, and it's i mean it's a pretty equal level of involvement with epstein as trump like you know i mean it's not like either of them were completely clear of involvement with him in any way and then yeah, yeah so i don't know to me i was really high on the like on the RFK thing early on. And then, like you said, like when the Israel shit popped off, he like really kind of did like a 180 on his anti-war stance that he had with Ukraine. And he was actually just like, well, well we need to support Israel and we need to bomb Hamas and like blah, blah, blah. Yep. And I really don't like nope. that. Um, he isn't super involved with Israel. Like he is like really into Israel defense and stuff, but at the same time, like, that's also in the context of him recently being in a sit-in hearing and them asking him about anti-Semitism and if he was anti-Semitic and this and that, the other. So it's like, you kind of like, I see it within the scope of that. And also I see you, like you Donald see Trump is pushed in that direction. But, yeah. but that's and the then thing I see is, Donald I Trump really, doing it too. 
well, well, yeah. The Israel right. stuff. So it's like the body snatchers thing we've talked about before, where it's like, all right, so like, what what could I really hope for out of an American politician? And it's not going to be someone that's like, fuck Israel, because that's just not going to happen, apparently. And yep. so I have to look at kind of like, what's the rest of the stuff? And it's like, who's the only person who's talking about microplastics into food? Who's the only person that's talking about COVID vaccines? Who's the only person that's talking about um, industrial agriculture causing like autism and causing like issues like that? Uh, who's the only person like stuff that's like vital to the health and well-being of American citizens is like. And then he's also talking about BlackRock, Vanguard, State Street, naming them like on in his campaign addresses and saying, this is the reason why you can't buy a house. These people own everything. And I think that that's like, I think that's really meaningful from like a perspective of someone who is in the working class. And it's like, dude, what the fuck? Why can't I goddamn get a home loan? And it's the only person that's speaking about it at all. Like he's, he's the only one that to me is speaking to issues that actually affect my day-to-day basis. Whereas Trump is just like, a victory lap on some fuck these libs and fuck all this shit. Like, let's just get this wrecking bull in there. But then at the end of the day, it's like, is he going to, he's not going to do a goddamn thing. That's going to really benefit me. And he doesn't even really talk about doing anything that would, that I know of. I mean, he might do some trade stuff. Trump is, is still the revenge candidate. Yeah. Which I get. And like, I've, I don't know. That's like where I'm at. I don't know if I'll vote this election or not, but like, my thing is I would be torn between RFK and Trump because the Trump thing is like, I feel like the vengeance and like the revenge thing. But at the same time, I'm like, do I want to maybe just like, if I'm going to vote, vote for someone who is kind of actually speaking to the things that I'm interested in. And that's kind of been my whole thing. Like the whole time it's like, are you going to actually speak to my individual interests in any meaningful way? And Trump does in a symbolic way where like, RFK does in like more like actually directly speaking to the things, but that doesn't mean he's going to do anything or that his vision for fixing like those problems is actually going to impact things in the long term or even be feasible. Yeah, I think um, I think if there was ever uh, an election to be like, maybe I just say, fuck it, who cares? I think this is a, a incredibly reasonable one. Yeah. Yeah, I am. um I don't know what's going on here. We got some shit local representatives that are uh, real fucked and they're up for re-election. We got a letter in the mail about it the other day. And uh, it would make me happy to get to vote her out of out of the position she's in. Um, so I might actually vote for the very first time in my life this year. We'll see. We, the local stuff. The local stuff's a yeah. good place to start, right? I mean, that's still kind of a consensus for most people. They're like local elections good yeah uh, i mean they still are basically going to be fucked either way but it's like i mean it's the closest yeah, it's thing you have and... yeah <laughs> but it's the closest thing you have to any type of meaningful control of your government at all is local shit so yeah yeah i'm not um yeah I, again i'm i'm not all that fired up about it but but we'll see. I'm. I'm. I guess I'll. I'll still sit here and enjoy the, the headlines from my little, little armchair here. You know. Yeah. That's but, my thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, fucking whatever, man. Well, um, the other things that uh, I mean, there's a handful of things. One of them I brought up on the last episode. Um, and then 
we kind of talked about for a split second, but it was like the 3D printed meat. Um, so I've been seeing a lot of that going on. Uh-oh. And then also there was a really big study that came out recently about uh, phthalates, P-T-H-L-A-T-A, I don't know, phthalates. Sure. They're, they're like a plastic hardening chemical um, that's uh-huh. tied to a lot of really, really horrible um neurological diseases and cancer and stuff like that. And they did a supermarket study recently where 85 out of 86 food items taken out of a supermarket contained phthalates. And then 80% of uh, food Wait, that's what a, did in a supermarket, 85 out of 86 items taken out. Like they just took 86 random items out of a supermarket and 85 oh, of them damn. contained phthalates. Um, to be to be fair, to be fair, there's a lot of items in a in a grocery store, so we don't know what sure. they grabbed, right? For sure. Um, and but then yeah, the, that's, that's yeah. that came uh, the article I was reading about that also had a, an additional study in there about BPA plastic, which is like you know if you even go buy plastic now, most of it like a plastic cup, it'll be like no BPA or whatever. Yeah, BPA pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, because BPA is like bad and was like one of the first plastic things that was like made illegal. Or like BP gay. Oh, yes. Yes. It'll make <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but so they did a study on that and then they were finding that um, 80% of the given fast food and like regular food items that they took from the grocery stores and stuff across America contain BPA plastics, like microplastics, but of BPA not just like yeah. general microplastics. So micro, I mean, obviously we already know about the microplastics and everything. Um, but I think this just kind of just like, it brought up the, the topic to me of just kind of like agriculture and our food intake and like basically just like what kind of how we're doing it with like all the microplastics and everything with all the chemicals that are getting into it from hormones and stuff. Um, and I don't know that I have a really good topic here, but primarily just kind of like the microplastics thing. It, it, we're just, we've been getting studies the past like five to 10 years, just like, Hey, there's plastics and everything. Hey, you're eating a credit card of plastic a month. Hey, you're doing this, this plastics and this, and it's just been a steady stream of it and it's getting worse. And there's just literally nothing done about it. Yeah. And it's just, we're yeah, just going to be plastic eventually. I mean- I mean, it seems so uh, like it seems so foundational that it, it seems like it's it's difficult to do much about it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I like, I'll, I'll, I'm sure that this isn't, I'm sure that this isn't like a be all end all solution. But this is something I've been thinking about lately, and I think it it goes in this case too which is like dude just like eat whole foods like Mm -hmm. eat whole foods um and like shop on the outer margins of the grocery store um because like yeah that like you know that vegetable that you get in the produce section um yeah okay it probably got here touching some plastic and it's not it's by no means perfect right but it's not gonna be you know, it's not going to be totally inundated with this shit the way that, you know, I don't know. I mean, I could say plastic water bottle, but that's not a very good comparison. But just the, the processed food, processed meat. Yeah. Just as anything, right? Anything on the interior of the of the store for the most part. Um, 
And so I think just like using a little bit of common sense is, is still really important. I mean, yeah. I mean, what the fuck is ever going to change with this stuff or at least in the next like 10 years? I don't really know. I mean, I guess I think about like unleaded gasoline, Mm -hmm. right? Unleaded gasoline was a big win in this way. Right. Um, And that happened in like a relatively short period of time. So maybe something like this happens. I don't really see how it does though, because I mean, plastic is fucking everywhere. It's like what we use for everything. We like replaced everything being made of metal for everything being Mm -hmm. made of plastic. Now I guess maybe you could, you could have it all be BPA free plastic or whatever. Right. But I don't even, I don't know. That doesn't even mean anything. Yeah, I'm like a little skeptical of that too. So right, because I, I I mean, the other plastic is just as equal. It's also bad for you. I think it's just like BPA was like one of the first chemical compounds that they found within plastic that they were able to like meaningfully link in studies. And so like there's precedent for that one being dangerous. But of course, the other ones are not good for you either. Um, and like there are people that talk about like there's certain microplastics that just like they've they they collect in your body and so like they can cause blockages in certain areas and like you, no one really knows where the fucking the where the plastic is going because it's not like all getting filtered like just going straight into the gut and then coming out and shit some of it's getting absorbed into your body so it's like you're just taking in little particles of foreign shit like that's not organic in any way and it's just getting absorbed into your body and like it can't be healthy. And yeah, it does feel like a ubiquitous thing where you're like, what could we even fucking do to stop that? Because if you go and you like look at like the water of Lake Michigan, if you took a cup full of the water in Lake Michigan, you're going to find a fuckload of microplastic just in that. Like if you, so yeah. if you just go around anywhere, it's like, how do you clean that out of there? Like, what do you do? Like, I don't know. It just makes me, it's just, it's just weird. It's like, I, I do think it is kind of like our, generations unleaded gasoline or leaded gasoline versus unleaded gasoline that whole thing and i guess every generation has that but it's like i don't know and i guess there's a tendency for every generation to be like well this is going to be the worst like every generation thinks it's they're the they're the last or whatever but it's like you're looking around and you're seeing all this plastic fucking everywhere and you're like how do you handle something like that and like how long is it until it's actually a meaningful problem Beyond just like, oh, it's causing, you know, birth defects or, oh, it's causing a drop in IQ, which are tangible, meaningful issues, but they're like a little bit more abstract. And so it's harder to kind of pin down. It's, you can say, oh, well, this is coming from a variety of different things. But how long right. until it's like there's fucking dams of plastic? Like, you know what I mean? Like, who knows? It's just, I don't know. It's it's just kind of, it's disheartening to see that. And then like, like I said, like you no one talks about it except for fucking fringe right wing schizo posters on Twitter that are like, "Don't touch receipts, don't do this, don't do that," and they're right, but it's like no one listens to them. So, like, what? I don't even know. I don't even. Well, that's, the, it's, fra- it's, that's like the that's like the framing device in general, right? Is that you just like you like you you push you push this stuff to to like right wingers, and so then it poisons the well. And then mm-hmm. normies can just use it as like synonymous with just like the funniest thing one could say. Right. Um, there was like, there was like, we had like a, like a relative over, over the holidays that was like making jokes about microplastics. And really? It was like, 
yeah and it's just like okay like i mean i guess that's i guess it's funny i don't and i mean like <laughs> jokes in the way that it was like kind of taking the piss out of the whole topic it's just like okay mm-hmm. like i mean yeah i guess i don't know I, <laughs> um it's getting to be like spiders you know how it's like you swallow like a spider every night or whatever when you're asleep there's some kind of weird totally number. not true yeah probably bullshit but it's like getting that way with credit cards basically like microplastics are going to be like yeah every night when you're asleep you're going to get like four credit cards swallowed every single night no one knows who's dropping them in there but chase bank is like flying around and just throwing yeah, the, them out the, the chase fairy yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know man i i i don't know it, it's not a good thing We'll see what happens. Lead paint, right? Mm-hmm. Lead and gasoline, right? I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I'm like, I'm like, I'm trying to lately, like, try to be like on white pills a little bit, you yeah. know, and just be like, just let the solutions be simple because I do think that, man, this is something I want to talk about, and the, the, but this is connected, right? This isn't like, a, this isn't. A segue like excuse me sorry Whew, this coffee hasn't kicked in quite yet um um demoralization campaigns mm-hmm. all right and the big one so 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 microplastics i'm not really i'm not really saying that microplastics are a demoralization campaign um i think it's like a real thing mm-hmm. um but I think that the way stuff gets framed is really important. And, um, and I think that having it just be framed and pushed off to, to the, uh, to the margins to where it's just like, just schizos talking about it, yada, yada, yada is a way of demoralizing people. Right. And, uh, one demoralization campaign that I'm like, really sensitive to that really frustrates me is um good lord dude whenever i fucking whenever i fucking record an episode with you i just like get like everyone in the fucking world tries to get a hold of me on my phone it's like what is going on you motherfuckers don't want anything from me the rest of the week um is the the big demoralization campaign that I'm sensitive to is just the like misogyny shit online. Now, don't get me wrong. I enjoy misogyny as much as the next, next guy. You know what I mean? I'm married now, so I enjoy misogyny even more potentially. <laughs> um, they kind of have a little bit of a past to be misogynistic and you're like, yeah, but I got the wife, dude. I'm a good guy. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> no, no, exactly. Right. I mean, I, I fooled one of them, you know, um, cause they're, so, cause they're so foolish. No. Um, but just this whole, just this whole, like, I mean, you haven't been on Twitter that much lately, but like these people are, you know how, you know how, like, you know, like how these how people are sick. This is well, right. A- <laughs> You know how like leftists online kind of just create uh, communities to just be like obese, uh, mentally ill little soft boys. Sure, yeah. Um, that's like basically what right wing Twitter does. 
Mm-hmm. Um, except what they're doing is they're just like poisoning the well uh, and just like destroying the basic premises that would have someone try to pursue a meaningful and good life. Mm-hmm. And so like the amount that, 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 that right wing dudes online are just trying to black pill each other on every woman you'll ever meet in your entire life is like an insane whore is is wild yeah that's insane and i I think that it has a i think that i think that this is like it's across so many different planes of culture right i think Mm -hmm. i think that pornography is a demoralization is part of this campaign i think that right-wing twitter just blackpilling each other on like every woman just being this huge run-through whore Mm -hmm. uh is is part of the campaign I think, uh, I think, oh my gosh, the biggest thing is this whatever podcast. Have you seen this shit? It's just, it's just these dudes talking on a panel with just like sluts and they're just asking leading questions to just humiliate them. Oh my God. Um, No, I would never, no, I don't know that. That shit's a psyop, right? That shit's a fucking psyop. Okay. Um, uh, uh, I think dating apps are a fucking psyop. Mm -hmm. I think that. Uh, I think that just the whole manosphere and just like these fucking like uh uh, uh literally uh high value male has become like a like a term like a like a like a term that indicates somebody is like a young man psy psyoping themselves. Right. Uh, yeah, dude. People just people just like pe- you know, people just paying attention to this whole thing in general, right? Mm-hmm. Um is it's it's bizarre, right? And the big thing of it is is like our culture is led by like a relatively small elite. Mm-hmm. Right? And so I mean that economically, right? Of like, you know, uh the average person uh, would fit. People are led to believe that the average person has like this Amazon Alexa fucking five bedroom home, uh, you know, drives a Tesla um, and, and goes on, you know, two and a half vacations a year, yada, yada, right. yada. Right. Watches bullshit. Family. Yeah. Obviously it's bullshit. Right. Um, but it's the kind of way that it's like, it, just the same kind of way you look at like, Who's the actual patronage base of like the Democratic Party? Yeah. Right. To be honest, who's the fucking actual patronage base of the fucking Republican Party? Right. Of just of just middle class politics in general. Right. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's the same way with like the with dating culture. Right. Is that you look at like fucking these apps. Right. All right. I've never really had any luck with these apps. Nobody I really know has ever had any luck with these apps, except for like a, a small handful of people I know who just absolutely cleaned up on them, right? And that's mm-hmm. and this is what everybody says, and this is the whole thing, right? Is that it's like dating apps don't work for like the bottom 95% of people, right? Mm-hmm. If that, right? Probably higher, right? 97%, right? Um, and, and for that like 3%, three to five percent of people that are actually getting luck on these on these sites um it's generally just hookups mm-hmm. right yeah, and this definitely. is the other thing you, you find out like just this kind of hookup culture which again mm-hmm. i don't even like this phrase right 
this like isn't a thing that most people are actually really participating in. Yeah. Right. People will like, people will hook up with, with, with people here and there in the course of their life. Right. That's not necessarily totally unheard of, but this idea that it's actually meaningfully um, a replacement for dating as if, as if people, as if most people aren't just like going through large sections of their life, just basically being celibate, mm-hmm. um, which is exactly what's happening for m- just a huge majority of people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like a total fucking delusion. Right. But again, the way we talk about all of this stuff is, um, is, is led by, by basically just like the, this kind of like, um, uh, statistic statistical outliers mm-hmm. right and um i don't know man i mean like if 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 somebody listening to this show is interacting with people who are you know just super promiscuous and all of these things then like i will be the first to tell you that like that is not the norm mm-hmm. and like you should you should cultivate different company if you don't find that that's fulfilling to you, which you probably yeah. don't. Right. And, um, and I don't know, this is just the whole, just black pills, black pills, black pills everywhere. I'm going to kind of jump around again to just another example though, but we've got friends, new parents, right. Mm-hmm. Talking to us this is an interesting thing. Okay. New parents talking to us, their friend, we don't spend any fucking time with for obvious reasons is ref- I think I, I might've told you this. Maybe not. Oh, Oh yeah. I think so. The, they were using non-binary pronouns. Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, no. And I, and I already gave this. All right. All right. I already told this. So I'll, so I'll give, I'll, I'll give a, a, a truncated version here. Um, sorry. Having a little supper sip of my coffee. Um, they despair over and over and over again. Oh my gosh, what are we going to do about this? What are we going to do about that? And it's literally like, what you're going to do is you're probably going to end up sending your kid to public school because everyone's getting fucked economically and it's free babysitting for fucking, mm-hmm. you know, for fucking 14 years. Um, you're yeah. probably going to do that, right? And and what you're going to do, if you're going to be successful at that, is like you're going to love your kid and you're going to fucking be a, a, a successful enough parent to where they love you and think you're cooler than these like horrible little fucking hall monitors that are going to demand that they do shit every day for those 14 years, mm-hmm. which isn't a super high set bar. And they're going to come home. I'm going to be like, I learned this whack thing from my teacher. And you're going to say, your teacher's a fucking retard. And they're going to go, I love you, dad. I believe you. <laughs> yeah. retard. And that's like going to be how you deal with it. Mm-hmm. Right. And like, is that a perfect answer for that? No, of course not, right? Is it perfect that we have fucking plastic in our bodies? No. <laughs> is it perfect? Is it perfect that there's like fucking mind rotting amounts of pornography, and that like there is, uh, while admittedly a smaller section of the population, still like just this group of people that are just like, uh, 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 metaphysically just 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 like just uh just distru- just 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 ravaging their souls by just like taking away any profound quality to sex in relationships mm-hmm. yeah that sucks right um but like it actually really doesn't need to be as big of a problem as people are making it out to be because 
um, water is still wet. You know what I mean? Like there's some natural uh, constants that remain through all of this stuff. Yeah. And um, I mean, the I plastic's think it's a little bit of a trickier one, but I do think it is just like, I do think it is just like, dude, if you're eating fucking hot pockets, it's probably easier for plastics to get into that more than like the fucking yeah. squash that I'm going to go pick up at, yeah, yeah. at the grocery store. You know what I mean? Honestly, you know what? I'm going to base this on on very little. I'm going to base this on nothing other than than just common sense and intuition. I'm going to say fucking fucking in the age of microplastics, start eating shit with a rind. All right. Yeah. yeah. Start eating oranges. Start eating. I mean, I don't know if a squash necessarily has a rind, but like it's got a hard exterior. Start doing that. You a coconut? Dude, plastics aren't getting in that fucking shell. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. They probably are, but like less <laughs> of them, You know? So you get what I'm saying? Just just this, like, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be optimistic. You know what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. we're, we're hoping for a, a beautiful young child. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, and I'd love to homeschool him, you know? Yeah. Um, it's incredibly uh likely that we won't be able to mm-hmm. right for whatever reason i don't want to be defeatist right i mean it's also totally possible and potentially likely you know that we we can but i'm totally being long-winded here i'm just saying like you need to i don't know you need to you need to be optimistic about it and my kid's not going to get fucking turned trans if i like am able and for everybody maybe that's not the easiest thing in the world but if i'm able to take a part in their fucking lives mm-hmm. and like let them know that i'm in their fucking corner and i'm checking in with them my kids not going to get fucking turned trans okay right and if they do come like if you do cultivate that relationship then like if for some reason they do somehow start down that path then they'll come to you first when they'll be like hey for some reason i feel kind of like uh, a woman sometimes or whatever when they're like eight years old or whatever and you'll just be like oh yeah dude uh that's just because sometimes like you just feel different ways in life and that's just how it is and you're not a fucking woman and it's okay to feel different ways and then they'll be like oh sweet dad thanks and then it'll just continue like you can address the the things that come up as they come up in a healthy way too than a way that's gonna like recenter them in a in a healthy way to where it's not even just the only about like well, you'll set them up with a good foundation, then it's on them. And that, that is the case, but also you can continue to guide them. And if you set a good foundation, they'll come to you with these important things and like these like these quandaries that they have. And they'll be like, well, what do I do about this? Because you've created that that system of trust and support. And then you can be like, well, let's handle this in a in a good, reasonable manner because I'm an adult and I can actually do that and a child doesn't really have the capability to do that as well um whereas like if you don't have that this is is the fucking thing is people will go and i don't i'm gonna be callous a little bit right now which is just like people are just like oh my gosh like you know i some of these fucking stories are here it's like it's like it's like people got served divorce papers or something right where they're like oh you know one day it just my 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 kid came home and like fucking you know it's like they just they came with the Gestapo of the fucking school counselor and they were just like, mm-hmm. you know, they're going to be going by Susie now and <laughs> we're going to fucking take your kid if not, you know, and, it, and it's just one of these things where it's just like, dude, like, OK, that sucks, right? That sucks. OK, and I pray for everybody involved there. Right. But at the same time, it's like, how the fuck do you let this fester under your fucking nose mm-hmm. for this mm-hmm. fucking long 
how the fuck how the fuck did you fuck up so goddamn bad that that your child is able to completely live like a double life yeah. to the point where they're like a different person at school now mm-hmm. you know are kids going to act a little bit differently at school maybe get up to a little bit of trouble you know sure right but like they're not like developing a different soul you know what i mean um so it's again it's there's there's of course blame to be put on these fucking parents now now i'm not i'm not doing the insane leftoid thing of being like well they should have known that they were a fucking tranny and support them it's like no that's fucking horrifying (laughs) that's a nightmare right you should you should be engaged in your kid's life enough you know honestly it's it's a it's a cliche but just literally like just the whole like what did you learn in school today yeah that's like a whole fucking thing Mm -hmm. you know um i remember like growing up with my dad just like what you learn in school today eat dinner together every day at the same time talk about shit and he was the one again he's just the one that's like you know my mom gave me a little more leeway my dad was like tight right and he was the one to just be like oh like your math teacher was talking about you know the internment of japanese people in world war ii um how about we just don't listen to anything your math teacher says unless it's math you know Uh, your math just sounds like a fucking idiot. You know, I remember, I think one time I like got in trouble in elementary school and like my, it was some dumb shit. And the, the principal who's like one of these fucking therapy beasts, it it, like calls my dad to be like, well, your son, you know, blah, blah, blah. I remember he like yelled at her over the phone and I could hear it. And I just remember again, I I think maybe I would be maybe a little more balanced than my dad because you still, you still want your kid to be respectful. Right. Right. To the extent they need to be. But like it did instill in me a healthy level of like, what the fuck do I care what you think? You mm-hmm. know? Um, which is a good thing to have. And honestly, it's a it's a really good skill to learn for navigating bureaucracies. Mm-hmm. Which to be honest, I mean, that's like that's like dude, Jesus Christ, I have a I have like my first physical in like a couple of years uh tomorrow i'm kind of oh, yeah. looking forward to it and they have sent me like in since yesterday they've sent me like five reminders it's yeah. like dude like leave me alone <laughs> like i'll be there bro no yeah no i'm not happy about it but i'll be there jesus christ fucking shut up um, <laughs> anyways you you get what i'm talking about yeah well i mean most of adult life is just navigating bureaucracy unfortunately so that sets well, them up pretty like, good. That's like, the, that's like the first big lesson we're like giving kids by sending them into school. Is it's yeah. like it's like, you know, if you can learn the actual material secondarily, then like that's great, right? But like how to survive in prison <laughs> and how to deal with a bureaucracy are like the two main things you're learning from school. For real. How to take opposing viewpoints and not just completely melt down immediately. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe. I mean, I would hope so. Well, that should be a healthy way to come up through, like a a well-socialized, you know, upbringing would be that you can uh, hear other people's opinions. I don't see that a lot in the public school system. That's uh, actually true. Well, I don't know, dude. I I feel like, I don't know. I think my public school was a little bit different because, like, it was, we were raised down south. And so it's like a different cultural programming that was going on down there. 
um, than what y'all were kind of unpacking up there. I mean, it's it's similar. <laughs> yeah, still. we were unpacking something. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. So like, I I think that I think that sending your kids to public school, unfortunately, is probably just like the route most people have to go because, like, like you're saying, yeah, it'd be nice to be able to homeschool your kids and be able to like do all this but not everyone has that time unfortunately and a lot of people are going to have to just send their kids to public school and like that's why i have a little bit of an issue with like the whole homeschool movement that like people on the right lean to a lot it's like no the public school system is still fundamentally meant to be a public resource and you don't want to just like throw that up into the air and be like fuck all public resources even the ones that are supposed to be for us like let's just have to, let's just make our own way on our own everyone isolated it's like no let's just like try to like make the public systems that are there and resources work for us in a better way which i don't know exactly how to do that maybe that's like why there's been more of like a battleground at um school boards and stuff like that i think that's that's kind of part of it but um that's the thing that like i don't know i think the public schools are generally like okay despite the indoctrination and the whole like you know, they're basically like indoctrinating you into a, a set of either cultural beliefs or like uh, economic beliefs just across the board. They're giving you kind of like a bill of goods and it's kind of bullshit, a lot of it. But having to deal with a lot of people from very different backgrounds um, and like having to navigate that world in a social setting, I think that's a really healthy thing that you get from public school that you like it's harder to get on a private setting or from even like a homeschool setting because like I was going to school in public school and I had like people who were you know Muslim and wearing head wraps I had people who were Indian with like with the dots on their head in school I had a bunch of black people I went to school with I had middle class white people I went to school with so it's like I'm seeing a lot of different angles of life and from not necessarily like oh it's just all this diversity but more so like different modes of thinking and you're having to engage with them it like socializes people it socializes people which yeah which is good i mean yeah i i I have a hard time giving the public school system credit for that because like that's just it's just it's good that it's like a big it's good that it's just like a big experience that we put kids through because kids need Mm -hmm. experiences um i like i'm still i still think that the public school system's like a fucking mess, but yeah. um, well, they don't do a good job of facilitating like socialization in public schools either. Like they don't do a good job of facilitating healthy socialization. It's up to you to like, it's like you're saying, it's just an experience, like a gauntlet that we're putting kids in. And it's good that they have the experience and they have to get through that and learn. But like the school itself is not like, it's not like there's curriculum that's like actively helping build robust social connections and strong communities, you know? Right. If anything, it's doing the opposite. Yeah, I mean that's where like that's where it's like it's like it's like prison survival. You know? I, I remember I remember I remember like getting out of high school and just honestly having like a phase of unlearning the social mm-hmm. skills that I that mm-hmm. I that I picked up there, which was really helpful for me. Um I think that that's like I think that that stage of life, like in high school and then after high school um, and like young adolescence is fundamentally about shedding um, either cultural conditioning that you've picked up from like 
how you had to behave in school to get through it or like beliefs that you were taught in school or like conditioning that you have from your parents and like stuff that you took unquestioningly or had to develop. Once you get out of it and you like, you're more like on your own and you have more of a fully functioning developed brain. It's like you start to reevaluate a lot of the behaviors and beliefs that you hold. Um, and like, that's kind of like where a lot of the rebellion, like teenage rebellion stuff comes in too, because that's more so like they're unpacking the, the beliefs that they picked up from their parents or whatever, but you also have to do it from like things that you've developed yourself as coping mechanisms of how to like, make sure that you can survive in school or make sure that you can feel all right when you're in a, like a social setting or like whatever it is. And like having to understand what those programs are that you built. And then like, that's kind of like the work of life. Like, I think that's your basically life from the age, like 25 onward is basically just like trying to unpack and, understand like all the systems that you've built up within yourself to like either for security systems that you've built in yourself or like something that helps to like feed your ego or like whatever kind of cultural set beliefs you have that you're questioning like when you're when you get older it's just kind of working through that and like cataloging it and understanding like what are some things that i developed myself that are maybe not healthy responses and then like, what are some things that I picked up because of the culture around me that are also not healthy behaviors or, or thought paths either? Yeah, I remember, I remember school kind of like, I remember school kind of t training me to treat friends as something you collect as opposed to like a thing you invest in mm -hmm. um, and kind of really having like a quantity over quality approach to it. And yeah. Um, you want to be at the full lunch table. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah, I don't know. I uh, It's going to be a difficult thing to navigate once we're at that point. Uh, mm -hmm. But uh, but again, but again, and this is my, this gets back to my whole, my whole fucking point, which is just, it's not <sighs> complaining about that stuff. I get the sense from people, the very distinct sense, and this is what makes me instantly think that it's just this big demoralization campaign is like i just get the sense that people don't actually want solutions i think i get the sense that people just want to complain mm -hmm. you know and i don't i don't know i don't really have like a lot of patience for that yeah um i i complain all the fucking time my wife will 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 attest to that um but i mean like when you're talking about something like real you know like what the fuck you're going to do to raise your kid. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. Like I want some real fucking solutions and um, right. I don't know. I mean, I, I was, I'm a product of Washington state public schools mm -hmm. and I think I came out all right. I mean, I don't know. Right. Knowledge may vary. And so it's just, I don't know. I, I, it's a, a lot of shitting on things. And this is, again, this is, this is, I mean, the, 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 the topic I'm really interested in is just the like anti-women demoralization campaign, mm -hmm. right? Because it's just, it's just one of these things that's like, okay, like we're just going to complain about schools endlessly and until what, like until we just don't feel good about any solution, you yeah. know? Uh, and we're just going to die, you know? And it's and like, so we just like, don't educate kids at all, you know? Exactly. <laughs> and, and like the whole, the whole thing on the right, just being like, okay, so like, I mean, I'm not going to act like everyone on the right is like, a religious right winger and they want to like have a family you know there's like a, a significant amount of like annoying nietzscheans or whatever 
Mm-hmm. But but it's just one of these things like a, a lot of these people, a lot, a, a, a clear majority of these people think that you should like get married and like build a life and like ideally start a family. Right. Um, I mean, in my mind, that's basically what getting married is. Right. Yeah. I um, mean, that's what it leads to. Um, and it's just like, dude, I mean, if we're just going to fucking if we're just going to fucking if we're just gonna if we're just gonna blackpill each other so much on just all women, then like why in the fuck are we even gonna pursue that end at all, right? Right. And so then it's just all circle jerk and be gay. Then at that point, well, no, exactly. And and it's just like it, I mean, at, at this point, like what's the what's the end goal? Or do you just want to keep me online complaining in a group mm-hmm. chat with you forever? Well, I think uh, that's like the the edge lord take is like I mean, all these people are just gay. Because, like, they just actively hate women so much and they're trying to recruit other people to hate women. And, like, what does that logically lead to? Just a bunch of dudes that aren't having sex that, like, you know what I mean? They're, they're Therefore, they're gay. It's like, the, that's the take on that. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're not fucking. They're trying to get other dudes not to fuck. So what? So they could fuck each other. It's the only logical thing you could think <laughs> if we're going to be, no, like, sex is, reductionist. It's pretty gay. Yeah. I mean, um, big time. So, like, dude, yeah, sitting around I, and nitpicking and breaking apart women, like in, in one way or another, is like a very feminine yeah, characteristic. I'm trying to break apart women, but just fucking. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> talking about having sex. <laughs> talking about having sex with women. But yeah, dude, um, like breaking down women—that's something women do. That's not men shit, dude. Man shit's like supporting women, like looking and like being interested in women, uh, like trying to get involved with women. Women shit is like is looking into thing. flaws this, of other women. This whole this whole thing is like antithetical to being a fucking man, because yeah. uh, because it's all it's like it's always all about like any kind of actual uh, behaving, you know, um, in a chivalrous manner um, is is always immediately met with like, oh, this this must be an unbalanced um, and like. Uh, debasing form of this right like right like 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 every woman is just completely taking advantage of you and there's no way to ever imagine a situation where you would actually be like wanting to take care and care for another person um that's not i mean well it's real i mean it's fucking real this is how people behave Mm -hmm. um well i think that's the flip side of like those there's also like you get a bunch of tiktoks and stuff that'll be like or like posts or whatever they're like my man needs to buy me fucking this and buy that and buy this and so they're kind of self like they're reinforcing each other at the same time and that's the thing with like that's the problem with i because you're talking about this all like there's the women hating and all this and all that which is a hundred percent true and the manosphere stuff is like filled with that like it's just so much of that but at the same time like and i think before even the manosphere stuff really took off you had like a really really strong push on the from women that were like the all men are trash kind of thing. And I think well, that like, still have that. yeah, but I think it's, I think it's died. Like, I think that the manosphere stuff is like a little bit more, more strong right now than that vibe is with women right now. I think that, like, I think oh, it peaked sure. along with for like the sure. me too era. Oh, for sure. No, this is, this is the anti me too. Now this is yeah. like the, like fucking the body count era, mm-hmm. you know? And, and it's go ahead. Sorry. I was just gonna say we just kind of pivoted like the swing is now on that now but like and so now you're seeing like 
this like kind of more reactionary force from the masculine side that's like okay well like you were saying we're all trash forever all y'all are trash you're all whores you're all whatever 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 obviously both of those are very unhealthy ways of viewing another human being and they're like it's not a good way to operate in the world but like they're products of one another and they like they self they reinforce one another and it's like yeah it's like what is the goal at the end of the day just to have everyone hate each other like we're in a if we're in this like postmodern era where we're deconstructing this and all that we should be trying to better understand one another but because we've been breaking down so many boundaries and stuff like that it's like Mm -hmm. we're not able to actually say like let's let's let men better understand women now like let's try to work towards that it's like because all of it's being like abolished and taken away so like there's no like there's no defining characteristics between one or the other so people are now trying to make up all this shit like oh well all women like want this and all want that and all men do this exact thing and it's like we could be getting into a time if you're going to like take like what's happening with postmodernism and critique if you're going to take that and like try to be positive with it in any type of way that it could be we could be saying like let's use this time that stuff is being deconstructed to try to like find healthy understandings of one another but instead what's like being pushed via algorithm and stuff like that is just the most like the most base and hateful versions of that yeah and it's it's fucking bad i think it's a lot i mean i think it's the algorithm dude like when you were talking about the dating stuff earlier too that's part of it like because i know people that do like i know people that have met uh people that they're in long-term relationships on dating apps and then i know people that also like and they they just did that like they got on there they met another person it took a while they met this other person though and then that's that's how it worked they didn't do the whole hookup stuff but then they also know people who have done like just strictly hookups on the dating apps and then like you have some people like me that have like i used the dating apps several years ago and it was like i met people we kind of like would develop you know small things and then it was kind of basically like extended hookup culture where you're like this isn't really anything real um like what are we even doing here and so like i think that the people who use it as for hookups and clean up they're like people who are friendly to the algorithm because you see the same people post the same kind of shit on there they'll be like (laughs) you'll just see the same bio like on like 15 different broads and it's like i'm just looking for like blank fill in the blank and it's like the same thing and you see like oh this was on like four women back had the same thing and they looked pretty similar and it's like they're not a bot or whatever that's just like what they figured out works to attract the other part of the puzzle that's also there to just hook up you know or whatever it is and so like i think that there's a couple things with that number one it's like the algorithms are pushing connection and so like and it's a very superficial surface level connection on a dating app in the first place. It's like, do I want to fuck this person? Do I think their interests are like any type of relatable to me at all? Yes or no. There's no like genuine connection off the bat until you develop a conversation. And so like, and it's like the starting point is kind of weird and isn't really set up for genuine connection in the first place. And then, so it makes it more difficult to find those genuine connections. And so when you're on there, you're seeing all these people that are like, you know, the people that seem to be doing well are just hooking up and then people who are looking for actual connection, it takes a longer time or whatever. And so you get demoralized or you feel like you're on the outside looking in. You're like, oh, everyone, I guess, is just doing hookup culture. I guess that's just what everyone wants now. But you come to find it's like there's a lot of people who are actually just looking for genuine connection on there and they're it's not happening for them either. And so, But they're seeing like, oh, it must be that everyone's just 
connecting and hooking up nonstop. But like nine, like you're saying, it's like most of the people that are there are actually not even doing that, but you're getting shown that. And you're like, okay, well that maybe that's just what the culture is. It's like, no one even wants long-term relationships. It's just like open relationship and hookup. Like that's all that, that's where no, we're you're heading. Just, in what you're describing is just like how cultural production works in general. Yeah. Right. Like, like, oh, everybody must, this must be indicative of most people. And it's mm-hmm. laughably not the case. Yeah. That's what I've come to find. Um, just in general, it's like none of the people that I know, I mean, I, I don't know. I have a lot of friends that are, I'm pretty young, you know, still in my like mid twenties. And I have a bunch of friends that are like, uh, like 24, 25, 23, whatever in that range. And like, mm-hmm. so I have a lot of friends that are like, no one, though, they're not necessarily trying to settle down and do long-term stuff. So there's people who are like still, you know, doing like hookup culture, not like hookup culture on steroids where you're like, I'm on hint- Tinder or on hinge every single night hooking up. But like, just like, you know, just going through and whatever happens, happens kind of stuff. But I find that most people are actually like, I don't think most people just want to have like an open relationship, want to be fucking a different person every night. Most people want just a normal situation. And like, it just doesn't always come along right away. And so you may have a period where you're just hooking up, like trying to figure out what works um, and and like put the pieces into place. But like, I think that most people... Like, I think it's like what you're saying, like, not most people want to live this, like, promiscuous kind of life that is, like, culturally being um, presented as, like, the mainstream thing. And it's like, yeah, these are just a bunch of weirdos yelling on Twitter or hooking up on Tinder. You know what I mean? Like, this isn't actually, like, indicative of, because people at the end of the day still just want meaningful connections with people around them. And, like, when you show that to people, they they jump on it, whether it's intimate, like, sexual relations or whether it's, like friendships or whether it's like just meaningful stuff in your community whenever there's an opportunity connect genuinely like you can see that like it grabs people and that's really what people want in life but it's like it's difficult to transcend it's difficult to use the very cold impersonal methods that we have of communication via text via digital communication whatever um and social media it's difficult to transcend those to find genuine connection through them yeah, definitely. Well, I think also, I think also kind of what's, what's going wrong here a little bit too, is I don't really think that there's like clear linguistics around this stuff. Like, like, I think, uh, I think people, people will say like, oh, I'm just like hooking up. I'm not into dating or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, that's just like kind of dating. You're kind of that just is, dating. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's just like what you're calling dating is what other people would call like courting right Right. but like just like getting to know somebody and like and just kind of like seeing how things go is dating Mm -hmm. so i don't know it's it's funny it's funny well i think it's kind of i think it's a big mess and i think that like the manosphere stuff and the i don't even know what they call the women version of manosphere uh the mainstream <laughs> i guess yeah yeah, yeah. Well, okay mainstream well, western culture yeah so man's uh manosphere and mainstream western culture both wrong both unhealthy and both reifying each other to get people to just to dislike the other gender and it's not good um and yeah it's a, it's i think demoralization campaign shit yeah and i think that it's good to have like some basic level of like heuristics that you're bringing into a, a engagement with other people around you where you're like, okay, 
you know, this person may act a certain way because they are this type of person. That's a healthy and good way to view things. But you got to like be open to like letting people prove you wrong on that kind of stuff. And you can't go into things like you don't want to have these dark outlooks where you're like all women are sluts or whores or looking for money or whatever the hell it is or looking for a high value man to like take advantage of or whatever the hell kind of nonsense high that is. High value man. High value man. I, if <laughs> I have to hear people say high value man anymore, you know what I mean? It's nuts. Yeah. It's like, it's okay. This is going to, I don't know. This may be glibbed up kind of, but it's kind of like the racism. It's like, it's good to have some level of understanding of demographics and race and how they affect individuals behavior. And like, yeah. it's good to like, bring those heuristics into your interactions with people. Cause you're like, okay, here's a table of a bunch of black people coming in. I might not get a tip or whatever, you know, it's good to like understand that. But like, also you can't just like, you can't just make that your firm, rigid, like immediate thing that you can't look past when you see those other people. And the same thing with women. It's like, you can't just have this view of women that's static and unchanging because no one's ever going to like, you're never going to actually let yourself develop meaningful connection with the other person when you're seeing this other version of them. That's not actually them. It's just a projection version you've made of them. So it's like, have some, have your guard up when you go into relationships and you know, like if they're, if you realize that they're kind of have certain behaviors and stuff that might make them a certain type of person, maybe you have a set of heuristics that you have to go along with that, where you're like, okay, well they might think this and they might do that. That's okay. That's good. That's healthy. That's human relation. That's how it works. But like allow that to be flexible and allow there to be times when you can say, I'm going to like, I've learned that I was wrong about this with this person. And I'm not going to believe that anymore. You need to go into every individual interaction open. Well, the whole, the, one open of the whole central things about like a romantic relationship is like, is like changing and growing. Right. Um, so yeah, for sure. Like have like a growth mindset about it. Yeah, growth mindset. Grindset. Good <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It's a it's a fucking mess. It's a fucking mess. But I think the I think I think the the main point of it my dog has woken up. The main point of it just being like just don't get black pilled about shit. I think it's a waste mm-hmm. of fucking time. I think it's a waste of fucking time. And uh, especially with shit like, you know, our children and shit like that. It's like, okay, well, you need to be like together for this shit. You know, you need to yeah. have your mind straight. And, and, uh, and um, you know, if you want to like actually like find a woman who's like not a fucking monster, then like you should have your head on straight or else you're going to attract somebody who doesn't have their head on straight and mm-hmm. it's going to prove you right. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. that's it too like law of attraction shit like what you're looking for you're gonna see in and every people and you're gonna attract it too so it's like if you're like have it set in your mind all women are whores the people the girls you're gonna get involved with are gonna be whores probably you know what i mean like you're gonna be like or you're gonna be looking for that and finding reasons for that to be the case or maybe they're not there or you're gonna be like abroad and you're gonna be making up shit like making up fake scenarios in your head the whole time that you're in this relationship and getting mad about shit that didn't actually happen just right. scenarios that you've made up in your head. So like, yeah, get rid of that. That's cultural conditioning. That's not helpful. If it doesn't help you fucking leave it be dude and just find what does work. So like, if you have this manosphere set of beliefs and it's still not leading to you to have any healthy relationships in your life, maybe you should start to think about where that's holding you back 
and the same thing for broads on the other end of things. Or, yeah, or people who were, like, wanting to have kids but are, like, being, like, overtaken with black pills and stuff. And it's, like, how – at what point is this being actual – Climate change counts as that, by the way. Yeah. Oh, definitely. But it's, like, at what point is, is wallowing around in the black pill of this actually inhibiting your ability to effectively, like, address this issue? Because there are issues within human relationships, within the climate, within public schools, whatever. But, like – yeah, accepting like a demoralization campaign that's going to make you just like demoralized, black pilled, and, and stuff. That's going to, it's a self fulfilling prophecy, and then you're just fucked. So don't do that. Resist it. Resist it. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Because these people are sick. There it these is. These people are sick. There it is. We're getting better. Better and better. <laughs> these people are the sickest of them all. These people are sick. They are you sick. And you better get used to hearing it. These people are sick. And that concludes this week's episode of These People Are Sick. Thank you for tuning in. If you liked what you heard, you could head over to our Patreon page, which is the home for bonus content, extra episodes, video content access to our discord and more that's patreon.com slash these people are sick and we hope to see you over there